watching him actually being able to skip every cutscene and skip every like little tutorial thing is uh, so nice. Modern gaming's just like, dude, we put so much time into this. And back then they were like, you can skip it. <laughs> Already, probably by this point, two minutes into the run, already a better Grinch game than the last one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We saw last year. Oh, God, yes. Oh. Man, uh, we also need to recognize it's Christmas time. The Grinch, he a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just go, yeah, Grinch. <laughs> yeah. The classic catchphrase you remember from right. the movie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Jim Carrey still says it to this day when fans ask. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think he might not be a good guy. He just shot that fool. To the most festive and jolly podcast you're going to hear this entire year. My name is Santa Brad, and I am just cozied up by the fire here with a cup of hot cocoa, and I'm just ready to talk about video games with all of my friends. I got uh, Frosty here. I got Jack Frost. Who else is here besides those two? Uh, well, I'm Spike Vegeta, and I'm here to talk about all my favorite video games, or some of them that are not my favorite. We'll see once the episode gets going, uh, and possibly talk about uh, I don't know what do we want? What's our secret Santa? What do we, what do we really want for Christmas? I don't know. I'll have to, I I want a new Super Nintendo controller. I would love a new Super Nintendo controller. That'd be great. What about you, Hobbs? So- <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm Hobbs. I got thrown off by the Jack Frost thing. I thought I was going to suddenly have to uh, <laughs> I thought be so Jack Frost. I'm joined by Jack Frost and like Rudolph or something. I was like, oh, shit. They're, they're here as well. They're also here. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, it, the, I thought Brad was throwing us the like improv layup. And then, oh. and then it was like, they're also here. And I was like, so confused. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm excited for uh I'm, I'm excited for christmas and i'm also excited for hanukkah which has happened already um but i am dating somebody who is jewish for the first time so i'm excited to like celebrate hanukkah for the first time um I, I'm, and that will have it has not happened for us yet but it will happen by the time this episode comes out <laughs> yeah i'm excited for all the holidays i'm excited for festivus kwanzaa uh, oh. any excuse to get together with your people and give each other some hugs. It's a great time of year. And it's also a great time to see your family briefly and then go back to the room and play video games. Oh, if yeah. You have oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that's uh, the way you do it. That is a tradition. Do you guys do much gaming over the holiday break? Do you guys go off anywhere to see people? Well, so I'm, I don't know if Spike's the same way, but like, I. Like when I because I game in front of a stream all the time now, my break time is way more like watching YouTube. Yeah. Playing (laughs) games. Uh, It's been it was kind of like to a really bad point where I would like never play games off stream anymore Uh for a while. And then finally, I've gotten a bit better about that. Like occasionally play something on the on the couch on the PS5 or uh, actually Super Mario Wonder we did for TFS recently. And I. I like dipped back in. I was like, you know, I'm having fun with this game. I'm gonna go play it. Oh, you enjoyed it? Cool. Yeah, I was. I I like the I, I like the game. I'm. I can tell immediately it's not gonna be a speed game for me by any means. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but I was wah, wah. I was like, this will be a fun one <laughs> to kind of just dip in, catch and grab a few more of the hundred uh, percent things, a few more of the wonder seeds and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of super super fun wonder seeds in that. It's one of those like I think it is a fantastic casual game. Uh, mm. especially I'm sure with friends, I haven't played with friends cause I don't have any. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like with friends, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a really good time. I, it, it, it's got its problems as a speed run. Can you believe that Brad? He just said we're not his friends. Wow. I, was, well, I mean, there's, <laughs> this is the worst I, Christmas I have ever I had. I wouldn't want to weigh you two down. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I played Mario wonder for the first time the other day. I got it on a black Friday sale for 40 bucks, which is unheard of for Nintendo wow. games. Yeah. Holy buckets. Incredible. Wow. I know that's like tropical freeze after 12 year prices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've honestly, I mean, it's great, cute Mario. I was almost a little underwhelmed. Uh-huh. Uh, it, uh, I like the talking flowers so far, but I, I essentially just played it for about an hour before I went back into 
what I was really wanting to play, and that's Jedi Survivor. Ah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I do think it gets a little bit better once you start finding some of the other badges and stuff. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that, that helps uh, the gameplay aspect a bit. I will, uh, <laughs> I, I will say, like, I think that that game does a lot better with, like, trying to go for secrets and 100%ing and stuff as opposed to rushing through it. Mm-hmm. But I do love, I personally like that the game, the levels are pretty short. Because mm-hmm. I feel like some Mario games, they go with, like, longer levels and stuff, and, and, and others, they go with shorter ones. But that one... Each one feeling pretty short means that they can occasionally make one really have a huge difficulty spike if they want. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not that long, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that. I think that's fun. Yeah. I I always thought Super Mario Brothers 3, I, I think one of the reasons why it's such a beloved game is because it nailed that. These are like 30-second levels, actually. And so, yeah. like, you get that sense of speed. The only reason why that game isn't a top-shelf speed run is because there's 4,000 auto-scrollers as you go through the game. <laughs> um, but, like, the actual levels themselves, like, yeah, if you know where you're going, there's plenty to explore in them. But you're in and out, and you're into the next level gimmick so quickly. I, I think that works really, really well for 2D Mario. I got a question. Okay. I've been pondering this myself. All right. Uh, if you had to play only 2D Mario or 3D Mario rest of your life and you had to just choose one do you have a preference 3d mario hands down 3d mario by a by a mile (laughs) yeah Uh, it's not even remotely close for me (laughs) and i'm more of a 2d gamer i but like because i again i've been doing this like snes mania thing i'm playing through all the super nintendo games and like i played super mario world you know all-time classic and i was like Eight out of ten. I had a lot of fun with it. And everyone was shocked. They were like, what are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> dude, there have been so many good 2D platformers over the years. And I think Mario mm-hmm. has stayed up until maybe about Wonder. And even that, I think, is a little overtuned, like, or, <clears throat> like over-touted. Uh, I think 2D Mario's kind of stale. I've played Rayman yeah. Origins and Legends. I've played Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, and the Originals, Celeste. I've played Sonic Mania. I've played so many amazing 2D platformers. I don't consider really any of the 2D Marios to be up in that upper echelon of 2D platformers at all. But the 3D games, oh, 64, Odyssey, Fantastic, the Galaxy games, for, Sunshine yeah, Exists. Just like... If somebody told me, like, hey, for the next month you're only playing, like, Super Mario Odyssey or Super Mario Galaxy or something, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> you know, I, whereas if somebody said that to me about any 2D Mario, I don't think there's a single one where I'd be like, like, do I have to? Like, maybe a week? <laughs> yeah, know? right. Like, can I, can I, can yeah. I mix, it, mix in some other stuff or whatever? But I, Odyssey is one of the few Mario speedruns that I've, like, tended to kind of keep up with a little bit because just... I just find it really fun to watch Odyssey content like ever since it's come uh, out. I, I still do to this day, even though I don't really run it very often or anything. It's a miracle. It's a modern Nintendo game that got to stay a good speed game, even after all the patches and everything. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one got to stay a good speed game? Odyssey. Super Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. Not Wonder. Not Wonder, <laughs> not Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, explain this to me. I'm a little bit more on the the lesser knowledgeable side of these speed runs. So uh, Wonder was a great speed game 1.0, and they patched out some of the good stuff. Yeah, so there was Spike a, knows more than I. Yeah, do, so there but. was a lot of overworld, like kind of wonder as let's let's scrape away the glitches for a second. Wonder as a base game, it's super cute, super fun, but man, is it slow. Like it's yeah, when you're, they, they slow you down. About yeah. They like, it, it's got a little bit of almost like, and I love these games, but I think it works better. Cause I think 3d is naturally more interesting as speed running than 2d. It's got galaxy syndrome where after mm. every single level, the game stops you and has to talk to mm. you about what you just did, which like casually, you're not going to notice it that much, but when you go and you have to do, you know, you have to speed run it every single time. Man, you really yeah. notice how <laughs> slow it is every time. And you know none of it's like modern load times or anything. If they wanted to, they could pop no. you out, jump you in a level. I played, I speed ran Tropical Freeze for years. You pop out of a level, little thing connects you to the next level, you jump into the next one, you're playing all of a sudden. This is Beautiful. every single time. On top yeah. of that, go ahead, Hobbs. I was just going to say, it's the same problem. I literally just today learned the Pokemon Scarlet um, Path of Legends speedrun. And we, maybe we talk more about that later, maybe we yeah, don't. But yeah. uh, the I was saying during it, I was like, this would be one of my highest recommendations ever for a, like, 
introductory speed game, uh-huh. like make this your first speed run because it's very simple to learn, very fast, like very, you know, pretty quick to execute uh-huh. and stuff and in a very popular franchise. If it weren't for the fact that like 45% of that game, if not more, actually probably more is cutscenes. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and the setup for it is terrible too because it's just every, you only do like five fights in the whole run, oh, okay. uh, five or six fights. And after each one, there's just a mass of cutscenes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but please continue to wonder in, into the uh, the glitch. Set. So what I looked at, so like, you know, the game's coming out, yada, yada. And like opening world records for any percent. This is a 2D platformer. There are two hours and like 15 minutes or like the times they're starting to come out, which like, okay, I'm throwing out a time right there. I've always had the opinion that 2D platformers, even though it's my favorite genre of all time, they work best as speed runs when they're pretty short because yeah. you can only i can't wow someone like playing ratchet and clank up your arsenal or super mario odyssey like some of these 3d games like after a while if it's not like celeste it's pretty straightforward left side of the screen to the right side of the screen and so and mm-hmm. again celeste 40 minute speed yes, runner 40 minutes right? like, <laughs> sonic mania is like a 50 minute speed on the donkey i even i love tropical freeze it's like an hour 20 i think that's a little long this is it's a little two, this is two yeah. hours and 20 minutes and so much of that is cutscenes. uh that so they found eventually these glitches where you could like use a second controller and basically clip out of bounds on the overworld, allowing you to like mm. skip over a lot of the early parts of the game, which are generally the less interesting levels because they're more straightforward. So most of all of worlds one, two, and three were skipped over. The route got to be changed around to where there were like no auto scrollers, none of the, sh- the, the airship levels or anything in it. It was like, okay, it was oh, actually kind of coming together. And then it's like editing the game to be exactly what you exactly, want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like speedrunners, we never get to do. It's like, oh, this was like kind of a miracle. And then, of course, and I swear to God, Nintendo <laughs> hires an intern whose only job throughout the year is like, hey, could you go join every new game we release as speedrun Discord and make sure to keep oh, us up to date on whatever's happening? And then they go and nuke it. So now it's like the fun police. Yep, it, it, it is. Because again, but it's again, it's, it's yeah. their game. They can do whatever they want. It's fine. It just sucks. It's just, yeah. it's just always a shame because it also it also just hurts from a barrier of entry standpoint because yeah. the people are still going to run the 1.0 version, what? but now it's no longer the version you can just download, you know, or that you probably already have downloaded for the game because you probably updated it. And yeah. So it's like the only way to get it is, OK, when I need to get a new physical copy or you got to hack your switch yeah. or whatever. It, so it's just a, it's just always a shame for that kind of thing. And it, and. With Wonder, it's an especially a bummer because I think that game's format is one that I tend to love for a lot of like easy-ish, or not easy, uh, straightforward-ish speedruns, wow. a format where the routing could be very interesting because yes. you need a certain number of Wonder Seeds to beat each boss and mm. you unlock, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, well, we could do a couple slower ones here, but it unlocks this other level that has yeah. a super fast one. Like, I love that shit. I love How? that kind of routing stuff in speed yep. games, and especially in ones that are a bit more straightforward otherwise when it comes to a lot of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So that way it gives an extra just interesting element on top of it to talk you're about. You're routing your wonder seeds. You're routing your purple coins in each level. You're routing yeah. out your badges and how you're going to use them. And do I go a little out of my way for this level to get a certain badge that I think is going to speed things up? Well. Makes it fun for bingo. Randomizer. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more and more yeah. Switch games are starting to get set up with more like randomizers and whatnot. So it might be something it's for It's just the super future. disappointing. Yes, it is. It's mm-hmm. just super. It's, well, I mean, Nintendo has always been we are the king of not updating our games. We are the, yeah. the the top. We the game is ready. It's on. It's on the little cartridge. You put it in. First time I put Tears of the Kingdom on. There's no update. It yeah. just goes into this beautiful game. And the only thing that they need to go in and patch is when someone's having too much fun somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just know, so it's like the kind weird. Of, I I'm always of the opinion that it's like, listen, if a if a devs you know, if there's some big bug or something that's going to affect casual play, like, don't be upset if the dev patches that kind of thing, right? Like, they should patch yeah. that. Uh, yeah. And it's just a lot of the times with some of the glitches, it's like it's, it's like they saw somebody do a glitch video and they just weren't happy with the presentation of the game as a result. <laughs> yeah. When it's yeah. like 
the hardest shit to actually execute on. Like, no <laughs> one's going to accidentally do this shit, <laughs> right? right? There's a glitch in Spider-Man 2. I'm surprised it's still in it, and I'm so happy it is because we just found a way oh. to use it to save, like, three and a half minutes or something. Yo, sick. Um, but it's just, like, I, I. it was one that I think was, like, borderline of, like, this might, this uh, casuals could run into this potentially. Like, they'd have uh. to be be casuals who want to take, like, photos in specific scenarios and stuff. But, Hot. like, that's a lot of casuals. I don't know. Like, that's a lot A lot of people yeah. do that kind of thing. So I was just really glad that they haven't touched that yet. But I'm still – it's the, still the kind of glitch where I'm, like, if they if they ended up patching it one day, I'd understand. Like, it yeah. would make shouts, sense. Shouts to Insomniac, though. I want to – if we're finally going off on another tangent, I'd just like to ask Hobbs, another mm. one of the top video games of the year – how is Spider-Man 2 as a oh, speedrun? Yeah, run? we haven't gotten to talk about it much. I mean, we have on this podcast a lot, but we haven't gotten to <laughs> Whenever t- Hobbs is August. talking, whenever Hobbs <laughs> opens his mouth, we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy shit, Spider-Man 2, though. But I, I haven't gotten to talk to you about it. And actually, there's been a big new development since we talked about it last time. Because uh, the last time we brought it up on the podcast, I had just gotten world record. Um, I, like, Yo, barely, uh, I, like, barely got it and everything. <laughs> And then I said on that podcast, I was like, it's not going to hold. It's going to get beaten like really soon. And it was beaten before the episode aired. Uh, it was, <laughs> it had, you know, it had gotten destroyed. Um, but no, it's been really fun. It unfortunately also has some unskippable cutscene issues here and there. But it's not like too bad because it's a longer run. It's like a four-ish hour run. Yeah. It's not any worse than like Kingdom Hearts 2 when it comes to like gummy missions, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Is it, it's um, still like New Game Plus you can't skip cutscenes? So New Game Plus isn't out yet. Okay. Uh, New Game Plus, they I'm I am assuming that they ran into like issues and it was like basically delay the game or delay New Game Plus. Um, yeah, would you so, rather? Yeah, so they 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 New Game Plus should be dropping before the end of the year, as well as Mission Replay, which is going to be ex- extremely exciting for us because we could actually do like ILs and oh um, yeah, and and it helps just for routing and testing stuff. Yeah, but it's been like. It has been a really fun game, both to play, but also from just figuring out routes. Because as soon as we like start to like work on a route that feels pretty good, stuff's going, you know, like it's all starting to gel. Some new big discovery happens. It's like, okay, well, let's let this throws a wrench into everything we planned around. So let's let's start working out, which can be frustrating, but is also in this game just, I don't know, really exciting and really, really fun. Uh, like the first game, you don't get a lot of upgrades, but in the second one, the upgrades are far more worth it and far easier to acquire. Uh, so we're able to like find ways to route in like, okay, where, when can I go pick up, um, these tokens to, to craft a damage upgrade or something? Uh, that, that kind of thing is just like way more possible with this game. And I love that because it's just in a game that plays more like an RPG in a speedrun context than, than like an op- just an open world action game in some ways. I love being able to route in various like damage upgrades and not just do the whole thing effectively low percent. Yeah, that's super sick. Yeah, it's been really fun. You would actually like it a lot, Spike, because the the bosses, yep. they really stepped up um, a lot. And some of the strategies we're starting to come up with are like, I'm writing them out like they're Kingdom Hearts notes. <laughs> right. <It's, laughs> Use like, this technique. Into- oh, it's it's like web web eight times punch three, knock up into the air, do this. You know, like it's very, <laughs> it feels very much um, like Kingdom Hearts strategies. And I've been doing a ton of the routing work with Pestilist, who is also Kingdom Hearts runner. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been quite fun, but I won't awesome. I won't. Take the whole pod, whole podcast up with Spider Man for the fourth time. <laughs> the game just looks badass, so I'm happy. What we're gonna yeah, do yeah. is there's gonna be one time that you can't make an episode, Hobbs, and we're gonna cover <laughs> Spider Man Two that episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do it yet because nobody's our reroute. I just did a theory test run of it earlier today, and it's looking good, but nobody's used it yet. So don't do it yet. <laughs> it's never done. A speed run is never finished. No. 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 <laughs> always, yeah. always developing. So I've been playing through, I, I beat Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen Order for the first nice. time. Nice. And really loved that game. Uh, loved the level design. Then I jumped directly into uh, Jedi Survivor. That's the one that I wanted to play. I'm trying to play through a lot of the game of the year contenders to get a perspective on mm-hmm. which one uh, I'm looking like I, I would vote for game of the year. I'm going to be playing Alan Wake 2 next and Baldur's Gate 3, but 
I'm playing Jedi Survivor, and people love that game. And I think, you know, beautiful story. I, I'm, I'm there for it. I haven't played a game that felt so glitchy and buggy since, like, an Assassin's Creed back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I've had... Four times the game froze, or it didn't even freeze. I was falling and just trapped somewhere, and I don't want to do 20 minutes of gameplay again, but I have right. to go out. But I was able oh. to, uh, when I see a game that broken, it's just like, it. man, I, f I was getting like Sonic 06 vibes almost sometimes. Oh, no. Well, and that's still, It's great combat, but like anytime there's that platforming, the movement stuff, you can just yeah. tell like, oh, this geometry is a suggestion. And oh. I, I did a big sequence break just because I'm like, I'm going to jump over there. I, I think I can jump down and survive this. And I just hit my head against a wall long enough. And I was able to sequence break part of the planet and get to an area I wasn't supposed to for a while. And, yeah, I'm excited to look into uh, speed runs of that because anytime that the geometry is just a little wonky and there's a lot of weird movement tech that is not mm. super refined. I'm like, Ooh, this is going to get, this game must be cracked open pretty good. Yeah. And, like, and the thing is, that's how I heard uh fallen order was on release too, was like, it was also mm -hmm. extremely buggy and they kind of fixed up with patches later. So, um, I'm, I, though I also want to jump into those games cause they're, they're very like modeled after Sekiro in a way. Um, at least yeah. a lot of the combat stuff. So I, I've been told I should try them out. But I've also been like, I'll get to it because I heard that they could be pretty buggy when they first come out. And I know once once I play Fallen Order, I'd be like you and want to go straight to Survivor. Yeah, the only reason I played through Fallen Order is I was told you have to play it first. That's just not an option. Like story-wise, you need to have the context for that character. Uh, Do yourself gotcha. a favor. Don't look up anything going into it. It is potentially the best Star Wars story since the like OG trilogy. It's yeah. fucking. But have good. you seen Andor? <laughs> that's what I've everyone. Seen that's what yeah. everyone always and, says. Andor, Andor is great. It's good, a little overrated, but but good, uh, but very. good. I would concede that point. Yeah. Uh, all Star Wars is a little overrated in the end, probably. Well, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh. I'm excited for the, the holidays because it is just switch season for me then heading back to South Dakota. So uh, Theater Rhythm and Mario Wonder is going to be on my <laughs> plate. I've been playing a lot of Theater Rhythm. Horrible speed game because there's just a fucking music game. But, <laughs> but I, do, uh, I do enjoy me some music. Hey, I guarantee uh, you there's a leaderboard for it. I guarantee oh, you there's sure. a leaderboard for I'm it. I'm sure. People speed run rock band. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, Guitar Hero and stuff. Yeah. The, you, yeah. you, you can figure out how to route it, you know, save some time. It's, it's yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I did have a question for you, Spike. Now, you're playing through 718 Super Nintendo games. I was thinking about this at work. You and I were talking about it yesterday. And how many are you through so far? I am playing game number 21 right now. Uh, how are you choosing <laughs> your order? Order uh, of release? Uh, it was order, so it's the 718 that were released in the United States, in the, in the North American region. And uh, it's just from, yeah, complete re release order. So I'm now, oh, wow. it starts in August of 91. I'm on November, like, 10th? Yeah, I've got it right here. Uh, I am currently playing a game that was released, yep, on November 10th of 1991, Final Fight. Okay, and has there been any... Uh gems yet some some weird things you weren't aware of <laughs> so yeah, yeah so a lot of like early sets is definitely like they're they were trying to like inflate how many games were on the console at the beginning so there's a lot of pc ports uh like sim city which i had never mm. played a city builder before that was a ton of fun very mm. just chill different kind of vibe uh, part of it, i think going on the journey of playing all these games i hope it just broadens my horizons as a gamer and improves like because i feel like I, my whole life i'm playing platformers and rpgs so uh yeah i sim city is a ton of fun i would say the one that maybe or maybe not the average gamer has heard about but has been my favorite game so far better than super mario world was capcom's un squadron it's a shoot 'em up <laughs> there's a lot of shoot 'em ups here early on it's got a ripping soundtrack Ooh, and, i like uh, the art yeah oh it's oh yeah it's really good actually it's difficult it's got like a lot of games there's a limited amount of lives that continues Ugh. 
So like that's its biggest thing. It's got to get around. It's honestly one of those. There's a number of like stats I'm keeping track of as I'm playing through these where like this game uses save state. It will actually make it more fun. And there's mm-hmm. just a point in UN squadron where like you actually can just farm as many lives as you want, but it takes like 15 minutes to farm a life. So I'm like, Gosh. all right, there's not even like against the spirit of it. When you get to this point in the game, just make a save state at the beginning of each level and play through the level. You will enjoy the game because underneath that, all the mechanics, all the different, like the different fighter pilots you can play as the different planes you can, you can uh, pick up all the different weapons, the sub weapons you can buy and have on there. Super, super fun. It just, you needed to have effectively infinite lives. There needed to be like some other way to punish the player. Cause I'm yeah. a, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting, like, I guess, uh, balance you have to have is like okay how much is the right amount of punishment for the player because you can't just make a, oh you're just, you're just invincible like whatever like there's got to be some amount of you go back you lose some amount of progress i think losing yes. an entire video game was always too much yeah um, i feel like games are still trying to figure that out yes <laughs> like, 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 like people have taken the wrong lessons from dark souls in a lot yeah, of right. a lot of mm. games right i know like i think almost after like playing old games and playing new games we're like you know i'll, I'll play i'll play a modern game and like oh there's a checkpoint every six seconds okay yeah there's uh, yeah like i this is good maybe this sounds stupid <laughs> Dark Souls kind of has it right. Like, there's kind of... <laughs> I think the more... I think, like, Dark Souls 3, you get to about there. I think it's about the right amount of punishment. There's a little bit of a run back to the boss, mm-hmm. and you're in there. Yeah. It's not... Dark Souls 1, I think, is still too far on the side of fuck you. Yeah. But, yeah, I... You know, I, I think that's the right amount of punishment they give you. You drop your all your souls, but you can get back to them. It's fine. Yeah, well, it's like a lot of games have been pulling the wrong lessons because, like, they they'll go and and be like, okay, Dark Souls, punish you when you die. Like that's what what we know. Like the, the ultra hard, no. uh, you gotta lose yeah. like all your money. You know, like right. that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, but if you look at how FromSoft themselves improved over time, they yeah. lessened that yeah. over and over, right? Like they lessened all of that um, as they continued on. So it's like. Maybe learn the lessons they learned yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit faster and and take the fun, the engaging parts of like, yeah, the bosses are hard, but because they they have these very distinct patterns and they mix up the patterns every now and then to throw you off guard, but you can react to everything. Like, yeah. that's the stuff that's actually super fun yeah. about them. I know you haven't played a ton of it, and I don't know about you, Brad, as well, playing Elden Ring. There's I've played a I mean, little bit of Elden Ring. <laughs> You've played, okay, yeah. There's... There's effectively like the bonfires of that game. They're, yeah, yeah, okay, they're yeah. everywhere. They're everywhere. I got the manga. I got two strategy guides. I got 30 podcasts. Oh, like, man. <laughs> and like, did you ever feel like, man, I, I really wish I had to run all the way back to this boss? <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, you know, there's there's a balance to it. Yeah, There's sure. like a, 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 a delicate uh, nature because Bloodborne, one of my favorite games of all time, has some of the worst runbacks oh, ever. Shadows of Yarnum char- can suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I charge up this entire castle, Kanehurst, to get fucking too hit by Martyr Lagarius. I'm like, yeah. all right, going back up this castle yeah. one more time. Oh, and then uh, Orphan of Cause, my goodness, like a minute and a half oh. run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elden Ring, I think, is a little too generous, though, with uh, the Sights of Grace. A few less would be fine. I like the the dungeons have one at the top, and then you might have the effigy to, uh, you know, just get spawned back in the Statue of America right outside the Sure, yeah, I did like that a lot, too. The big big thing to me is, like, you have to look at, from a game design perspective, like, what is the purpose of of the run back, right? right? Or the, or, or spawning right outside, like... And the, the thing is, like, that what it gives you, because it, if it's just to give you, like, more time before your next attempt at the boss, then it's just artificial inflation of difficulty. Like, that doesn't make it harder that, that like, it's just wasting your time, right? But what they do sometimes with it, like, one, one of the things they do is it's used to, like, soften you up in games where maybe it was easy to get um, too much healing early on or uh, something like especially the consumable ones. I think that's why Bloodborne is that way is because you, you're buying consumable ones and they don't know how many you'll have 
to a reasonable degree, right? Um, so like part of it's that, right? Part of it can be, and I think the most important part of it is what gives enough, if, if somebody has spent like six minutes in this boss fight of full, like full tilt concentration, yeah. trying to like chip away at this boss and then they die. If you have a Celeste death where it's like, you know, die and immediately respawn again and you're fighting him again, you have no chance to reset your your mental state, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Before that boss. Like that is the advantage of having the longer death, like the you died, you know, um death animation and the the res- the respawn and a little bit of like movement up to the boss. So if it's too close, you can kind of brute force the boss a bit mu- a bit too much. Like maybe mm-hmm. you aren't gonna try as hard to learn the patterns because you're you can just attempt again real fast. And if you start to get frustrated, you're not going to fall out of that, you know, pocket of frustration. Yeah. But too long. <laughs> yeah. And it's just you. It, it it introduces frustration. Like I remember with the twin princes in Dark Souls 3, uh-huh. you that run back is 57 seconds with zero enemies from start yeah. to finish. If you take the elevator, like it's literally just. 57 seconds of running to an elevator, riding yeah. it up and going back. And it's a hard boss. And it's it's like I, you don't need that much. You could do a 15 second run back for for something like that. Just enough to to give you that mental reset. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when, when it comes to, you know, Souls bosses or uh, another game that comes to mind, uh, it's nice, though, to have a little bit of time to contemplate because yeah. otherwise I might just charge in and do the exact same strategy. Well, that's when what I was I'm playing, getting at. Yeah. Yeah. When I was playing Hollow Knight specifically, I remember one time, I don't remember which boss it was. Uh, it was just kicking my ass and I would be replaying the strategy in my mind on the way there. Mm-hmm. And that was super nice. And, you know, a certain break to let the choir, you need to like walk into that boss room and then, oh, she <laughs> and like you need to have the epicness uh, arrive again. And a breather is good. Yeah, there's it's not many people do it as good as from. And yeah, yeah the wrong lessons might have been taken for a few games. Yeah, it's yeah. just and again, from stumbles on it too plenty. Uh, I, I think especially earlier on they did, but it, uh, it, even now and then you like you mentioned Bloodborne. Uh, sometimes it's it's a bit too rough, so it's 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 a tricky balance. But to me, it's like you just got to think about the people who are going to spend seventy attempts to beat that boss, yeah. right? And like, how much time are you adding for that person? And is it the right kind of time, right? Like, because there's also some bosses where they're not the hardest thing, but the run up to them is tough. And that's part of the challenge of the boss, right? Mm-hmm. Like is is you learn every enemy spawn on your way there more than you care about the boss patterns, because that's the tough part of this. That's the challenge they're trying to present you in this specific scenario. Like I would say the chariot boss in Dark Souls 2 is that way, yeah. where all the enemies leading up to it are way harder than the actual boss itself. Mm. And the boss itself is mostly just a little puzzle yeah. that you gotta kind of figure out. Um, and it's just, you gotta know what you're going for with each of those. And it's always frustrating when certain games just be like, nah, we'll just make them like lose all their money when they die because <laughs> like, you know, people, players want punishing yeah. games now. Hard game, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fun. <laughs> As tough as Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the game we're going to be talking about today, uh, people talk about it in the same echelon of Super Mario <laughs> games, of Elden Rings, Dark Souls. It's up there with your greatest Crash Bandicoots, your Donkey Kong countries. People revere this game. They love it, and uh, it's no surprise. Now, it's been a bit of a tradition for our Christmas episodes to talk about games that you know, might not be uh, as beloved, I would say. Uh, what are some of the games? This is our third special now or fourth? I, th- I've, I think it's our third. Uh, yeah, third sounds right because the first yeah. first year you were on a I sleigh with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, I was busy with Bruce Willis uh, the first year, so I didn't get to see Die Hard, even though I think I was the one who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Die then, Hard yeah, last, without Bruce Willis, actually, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bruce Willis. Last year, we watched, what, like, um, Gremlins and oh, it was a Grinch, Batman Forever? A Grinch game. A, a Grinch game. Yeah. And 
we we might be revisiting that theme here. Um, but specifically, we didn't tell Spike which game we're doing. Yeah, I have no um, idea what we're watching. Yeah. yeah. We're we're gonna be watching The Grinch from 2000, ah. a uh, PlayStation <laughs> One game. The reason I didn't tell Spike what we were doing is because our good friend Saiyans, this was like his outside of Kingdom Hearts One yep. was like his speed game. He grinded, yeah, like super oh, hard, man. and uh, still currently the world record holder. So we get to watch Saiyans <laughs> run today. So I, I love Saiyans. That's awesome. We get to watch this. I'm a, like yeah. anytime there's someone who I respect, like their taste in speed runs. You know, like, okay, he's a big Kingdom Hearts 1 mm. fan, yada, yada. I see, like, oh, okay, they're super, super into how the Grinch stole Christmas for the PlayStation 1. It's got to slap a little, right? There's got to be something right. to appreciate here. <laughs> that, that's how I feel about It's Bites, because uh, mm. Bites I I ran into from learning It Takes Two with Kizaron, and then I like was like, oh, wait, and you run Psychonauts 2, and you, like... Uh, are down to learn portal and like yeah. <laughs> then you run neon white and stuff and it's like but if bites picks up a game it's a game that slaps uh so like you should uh look at mm. it like, little gator game i think is an extremely cool speed run that i never would have really like heard about otherwise but uh but bites got super into it um i'm gonna read a review from game informer magazine uh from 2001 for the grinch uh if i had the energy i'd be writing this review in a susian rhyme scheme Unfortunately, the Grinch has sat me of all my creative strength. <laughs> Good start. Great. Exactly the what you The game want. initially seems benign, but the repetitive level goals made difficult by the engine's inadequacies get old and annoying amazingly fast. With most Crash and Spyro platformers going for $20, there is no need to see how the Grinch stole my Christmas money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great review. I like that it's got uh, comparisons great. to Crash and Spyro. Yeah, okay. That's uh, true. You know, but that also might just be because they're all PlayStation 1. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 3D collectathon. You know, it's Don't know. That was the hot the hotness at that time. Yeah, so uh, it was very possible. Okay. I, I'm, I know nothing I'm about the, the speed game other than that Saiyans who by the way, Spike and I might occasionally call Sally. Uh just oh. he Saiyans is spelled in Twitch with S A L Y, but it looks like a capital yeah. Y. And uh and so he became Sally for short a lot of the time. Don't worry. Like, we know him. That's why. <laughs> um, so if it's slow, yeah. I'll try to say it's, but if it slips out. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, this. the only thing I know about this game is that he ran it for a long time and got very excited when he got the, the time that is currently the world record a few years ago. I am excited because... Uh, you look at the cover of the PS1 game and it does not look like it's based on Jim Carrey's The Grinch, but I just popped open the speed run for a second, and this is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a movie tie-in. Would have been like the same year, right? Yeah. As the Grinch, the player can jump, ground pound, and use his smelly breath to guide his way <laughs> through various obstacles in the game. Uh, uh, great. Uh, I love this. If we're if we're almost ready to jump into it, I could give there's a description from Saiyans on his run that I think just yeah. helps evoke the kind of passion uh, with which Saiyans takes into every run um, that he does, that he grinds for for some top time. So <clears throat> I honestly did not expect to get the, also Saiyans is Australian. I'm not doing an Australian accent. I can't do one. I'm I'm not doing it, um, but, <laughs> but I just want to let you know that. Uh, I honestly did not expect to get this sort of run when I did. It is really difficult to put into words how I feel about it, but I can certainly say that the sub 40 felt like more of a triumph moment. The run up to Who Dump was incredible with minimal errors. During Who Dump, I did make a mistake in the second area where I missed two nitro egg shots, which required me to move Max onto a nitro egg, which took me two attempts due to my stupidity. The rest of the Who Dump, however, went quite well with me getting half cutscene skip or one slash two cutscene skip. I don't know. At the pipes, the CS skip I, f I failed cost around 25 seconds if done correctly. EDSP was close to perfect with only having to readjust the block once, which I find common. There's still three more paragraphs of this thing. Uh, <laughs> Shore went really well. Good movement. Perfect OCD skip. The Who Lake split, however, was one of my worst. Failing the van <laughs> jump twice and not getting a perfect fence jump cost me up, up, up to 10 plus seconds. Slay parts went normal. The slight optimization trick missed in Whoville costing around five-ish seconds. Comparing to a perfect marine mobile segment, I lost around two seconds. Santa was super sketchy due to my nerves, but all in all, this run is still something to be proud of. Being able to achieve the first sub-40 and sub-39 means an awful lot to me. I love this game and will pursue grinding it further. 
three years ago. Yeah, that, uh, that's the classic. I just, yeah, I just may take a break and improve my other times first. So, hey, you know, could still be in that break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's I, I like for a second honestly if we want to edit that out i no we're gonna actually play part, it twice uh <laughs> once <laughs> we're gonna put you through an australian filter oh uh, yeah yeah we'll just get an ai australian voice uh on top of my voice we'll put the outback steakhouse commercial song in the background that'll pull the pull the sleigh as they say mm -hmm. i'm i'm looking at the the categories we got any percent uh which you know it's got 18 different uh runners there all gadgets only three uh, and that was three years ago as well. Saiyans is rocking that record. And 100% two runners, Saiyans has that as well. So Saiyans is in charge of the Grinch. Uh, they Uncontested. Yeah, at least this on console. Oh, no, even on PC, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it had a, a PC professional across well. the board. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to watch this. As a lover too. of the film, uh, it is my wife's favorite Christmas movie, and... I love watching it. I get tickled every time we get to. Uh, Jim Carrey is one of the goats as far as uh, comedic performance. I was going to ask which one is her favorite. Yeah, the Jim Carrey one. I feel like yeah. that one has aged better for people because I remember when it came out, people were like, this is awful. And I feel like in modern days, people are like, no, it's, it's a good time still. But I, I've still never <laughs> seen it. I love the original cartoon. As an 80-year-old in this call, yeah. I love the little 30-minute cartoon. We watch it every <laughs> Christmas morning. And uh, I watched the newer cartoon uh, with my nieces like four or five years ago. Mm. And it was very well done. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of good Grinch out there, including, I'm sure, this video game. <laughs> well, let's find out. Why yeah. don't we? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to be watching the Any Percent Run, uh, the console. Yeah. Uh, from three years ago, it's uh, got a time of 38 minutes and 56 seconds. A PlayStation 1 game, this was ran on the PS2 uh, by Saiyans. Now, we're going to have a link for this run in the uh, description. Wait, how does this work, Hobbs? Yeah. What am I supposed to say here? Yeah, you're good. Well, we'll have a link for this run in the description uh, so you can watch it uh, on the break here. If you are part of our wonderful Patreon at patreon.com slash possiblybad, you will have access to the commentary where we get to experience the glory of the Grinch. We get to see what a van jump is and the cutscene skips and what kind of flatulence we can use to attack our <laughs> enemies. Uh, and will this be accurate to the story of the Grinch? Will they take liberties? Are there going to be new levels? What is the Who Dump? And we will find out. So if you want access to that commentary, check out patreon.com slash possiblybad. Otherwise, we're going to watch this puppy. We are going to go to Whoville, and we're going to learn about the joys of bad video <laughs> games uh, right now. So uh, on that note, uh, we'll be right back. Big thanks to all of our patrons at the Probably Badass tier. You all are awesome. And uh, our thank you for being executive producers of the show. Those shout-outs go to Tom Mangar, Zio Dellup, Professor Howell, Lassian Luponis, Mildew Zero, Lisa Slack, Hypiction, Ethan King, Hylian Gamer Zero One, Cassandra, and Brian Ward. Thank you all so much for helping us do this show and being EPs. Thank you. And enjoy the show. Hello, all of you Whoville children and Whoville men and women. It is Christmas again, and the Grinch went to swimming. He put a hole in a boat, and he shot Santa with a gun. And then there was a cutscene, and we had a lot of fun. And we are <laughs> back, everybody. We are back after watching uh, the fantastic okay. speedrun of the Grinch by Saiyans. Uh, wow. Um, I don't remember any of this in the movie. But we did steal a man's clothes, and uh, Max went for a race. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't know what words to say other than the beautiful poem I said. Spike, what, what is your initial thoughts after seeing that speed run? Yeah, so, like, I, I think in a lot of ways, again, like, it's, it's, it's really funny. I've always said it, that bad games can be great speedruns. Great games 
can be underwhelming speedruns. And I totally look at a game like this like, wow, this game looks really bad. But also, <laughs> wow, I bet you this is a really, really, this is like a speedrunner speedrun. It's all about your movement. It's all about optimizing. Like, I kept making comparisons while we were watching it to like Banjo-Kazooie and stuff. That there's like seven different tasks that you have to take care of. You got to pick up 10 of this thing and shoot down five of these things and be, a, be an ass like three times, these three different houses. <laughs> Uh, and then figuring out, okay, not only do I have to do all this stuff, how do I route all of this most efficiently? And I, I love seeing it, you know, cause like casually, maybe you're saying, Oh, I got to get the 10 things. Let me go do those 10 things first. Then I got to do this, do this task next and doing like a little bit of this task and then here and then here and then here and then here having to route in like, Oh, well, okay. I, I generally maybe want to go in a circle around the level, but I need to get up on the rooftops first. And that's going to make for overall faster movement in the level. Make sure I knock this stuff out, then drop back down, then weave back up. Uh, I, love I get up there. Stuff like that, you, speed running. you send Max down when you're in one spot to go grab something, so you don't yep. have to go back down there. Mm. I saw a few spots where uh, they like pre-damage themselves before they got somewhere else, so they could have a quicker death at a slower enemy later. Yep, There's yep. one steam vent where I'm like, oh, you're definitely just pre pre hurting yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of just that nice classic routing speed run. Uh, that yeah, yeah, you get to you have to go steal 10 presents or like hit 10 tents with butt slams. And it's uh it's a router's dream, uh, a speed run like this. Yeah. Uh, it didn't seem like there was a ton of danger other than a couple mosquitoes that really seemed to scare, <laughs> scare our, our runner there for yeah. a few times. Yeah. It's one of those where like the, the runs like that optimized, like you're, you're freaking out about every little mistake you were about to say, Hobbs. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, for me, I think that this, is a nostalgia speed run like sure and by that i mean that there's some there's some games that just everybody has where it's like uh i had this game as a kid and i played the shit out of it because it was one of the four games yes. four video games that we had at that point in my life right like i i i think i had some scooby-doo game that i like played a bunch as a kid because it's just one of the very few games we had during some summer or something right uh-huh. and I think that it is nice when those when those games can still be pretty fun speed runs mm-hmm. to you if you have a big attachment to that game. Yeah. But that all being said, I don't think this was like that hot of a speed game to me. Like sure. routing wise. Also, I couldn't agree more. Like the routing seems really, really neat. Um, that must have been a, a large puzzle to crack. Uh, it's got to be tough to like figure out, try to optimize like what saves two seconds here. Um and a second and a half there or something by yeah. getting things in different orders. That all sounds really fun. But like from an execution standpoint, it's like for me personally, I have to have like there's got to be some element of the run that makes it feel very fast to me, sure. um, especially when I'm watching a run that I don't know. It's like it's got to look fast in some ways. And that's different from like looking well done like this is very clearly well done yeah and the uh there's there are very clearly speedrun skips and stuff like we saw several it's the, the, that's not like the issue but just your base like whenever i'm just seeing a base like run in a game and the run itself is not like super fast it's just kind of a normal character movement for playstation one era yeah that's when i start to like okay it's hard for me to stay invested and watch a ton more of this because I just don't have that eye-catching thing when we're running from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, having to do something in, at all times to, to be moving fast and having to decide in moments, like, like do I want to do the thing or is that going to launch me past my target that I'm trying to get to? Maybe you want to have a period of, like, running in it and stuff. Um, that's always a tough thing for me. So, like, that element of it was missing for this to be, like, a really great uh-huh. one to me or anything. But it, it is the kind of thing where I was, like... If this were my game, if this game were my shit when I was a kid for a very specific like six months or something, yeah, I'd be like, and then I'd like stumbled upon this, I'd be pretty happy about it. I'd be like, oh yeah, the speedrun's got a lot to it, you know, yeah, because I I would be willing to to kind of pass up those uh, or, or pass over those issues of just your base movement speed or a run animation or whatever. Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, what what this uh 
You know, there's some speedruns you watch, and let's say you're sitting in a room with five people, you're in a hotel room, and the speedrun's on. If it's going to be Hades, if it's going to be Celeste, if it's something super fast, no one fucking talks. They're just like, rush, you're mesmerized, and you're, you're either locked into the speedrun or you're hanging out with people. This is a cozy speedrun. This is a couch mm -hmm. uh, uh, hang out with your homies. Like, uh, this is the kind of one where you kind of have in the background, and it's not about moving fast, but it's a vessel to talk about, oh, how do you feel about splits? How do you feel about yeah. the Grinch? I do like and, yeah, uh, about it. it. definitely, it's a nice 2 a.m. GDQ speed run. It is, where you're like, perfect. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like a 12.30 or something where it's like, it's a little late, but we're up late because, you know, you're we're, feeling we're loopy. hanging out. And yeah, and you're feeling good if you've had a couple beers or something too, and it's like, yeah, let's laugh at this at the silliness of these voice lines and mm -hmm. and and get overly hyped over specific skips going well and stuff like that right yeah. um it's honestly the way i feel about like some of the just uh, some of the old um like star wars games and stuff sometimes if they don't have mm. a lot of them have some good movement tech like from point a to point b but sometimes they don't and it's like yeah you know <laughs> you yeah. kind of you kind of Maybe you're not going to sit down and watch it for hours on end, but it's also like, okay, yeah. I, could, I could throw it on in the background. Yeah, and that's one thing I will say for the speedrun is like, it was, it, it was, it, it could have been about four minutes shorter. It needed to, it needed to not be any longer than this. I think for sure. I'd say nine I, minutes shorter. <laughs> make it sub, sub 30. It's like a 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're watching it. I think it's. This sounds weird. It's slow enough to where you can appreciate all the different routing choices and everything. Yes. You can appreciate uh, like, oh, okay, the usage of Max in a lot of different places yeah. or the out of bounds, yada, yada. Uh, it's like you said, the by far the biggest thing holding this back is after a while, it has to be interesting watching, you know, Ratchet and Clank move, watching Mario mm -hmm. move, whoever. And it wasn't interesting just the moment to mo moment watching the Grinch move. Well, it's like we compared it to Spyro a lot while we were watching. But imagine watching Spyro where you don't have a charge. Yeah. He's just no charge. jumping from point it's, A to point That run becomes far less impressive. Even if every other, every single other aspect about it remains the same, you can do yeah. every glitch you want. Maybe the charge exists enough to be able to do some other glitches or whatever. But like, but your moment to moment movement is not trying to charge everywhere anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spyro loses a lot of its appeal. Yeah, that's um, actually like an amazing comparison, I think. Yeah, and I, I think that is, to be fair, this is not a problem with just the Grinch. This is, a, this is an extremely common uh -huh. thing. Like this is this is like almost every game. Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh -huh. like just most games, especially old licensed games, PS1, PS2 era. Uh, like there's a lot of that where it's just, yeah, they didn't give you a whole lot of ways to affect your movement. So, yeah, that you just kind of run everywhere and it's just yeah. not the fastest run not, or not the most visually interesting. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. It's like that. That's a very common thing yeah. in speed running. There it is. I, I do enjoy the puzzle aspect of it, though, too, yeah. where it's going to be a, it's a game that I never have played. I never will play. All right. What do we got? Some movie license game on the PlayStation one. It's fun to just sit there and try and pick apart how the game is supposed to be played. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, seeing how bad it is and then just seeing what you can do to just squeeze seconds here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I, I do enjoy just like what the fuck are there's you don't get even context in speedrun so it's like I got I got on a mission uh, that police <laughs> officer is trying to stop us um, we maybe we care. were supposed to get a police officer uniform to sneak in there but you just walked right by that security guard with confidence uh -huh. uh, I I do just enjoy trying to parse out what the fuck is actually supposed yeah. to happen in I, I do like that too it's one of the things I love about doing this show is like trying to do that and especially because you know spike and i have a different angle of insight from from like you or luigi a lot of the yeah. time ruby does too um and being able to like help reason out some things based on recognizing patterns from other speed games we've learned and then try to help uh shine a light on it with a, a additional context is something i've always loved about doing this show and getting to watch all these random games that i never would have watched otherwise yeah like, I like PS1 geometry in games, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just like one shiny ramp, one shiny ramp. Yeah, it's yeah. not like 50 bushes and you don't know it's where things begin and end. Like You rectangle. see what's happening there, and I, I do yeah. appreciate that.
Yeah, when someone needs to stand on a dog in order to jump over a fence, like you can tell exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, oh, I've seen this a million times before. All right. And then again, yeah. I love how he jumps over and you turn back and there's just Max sitting there. You just fully <laughs> see Max's model through, through the, the fence. fence. There's no yeah. like, oh, you kind of see like his butt or something or just his front side. Mm. No, nah, there's just whole ass Max there. It's great. Yeah. I know it's an interesting thing also with speedrunning that like, we're used to, like, on this show, we're watching a speed run without that commentary aspect to it. We're like, yeah, yeah. if if Saiyans does this at a GDQ or, like, some other event, uh, you know, Australian speedrunning event, then he's going to be like, okay, so, like, right here with this cop, normally what the game wants you to do is you're going to go and, like, you got to, like, get this police outfit and everything and yada yada, all this thing. But instead, we're going to do this and, like, it's super fun moments to, like, set up the commentary and give... The 99.99% of the audience who's never played the Grinch context <laughs> for how this is going to work. Uh, but instead we're sitting here like, okay, I like doing this as somebody who loves speedrun commentary. I like doing this though. We're yeah. like, I'm just going to challenge the run. How well, well is like, the run going to translate to me as someone who's never played this game? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's why we tend to do that. Like, cause we've done, uh, we've looked at GDQ runs before, but then our commentary is just a lot of silence because oh, yeah. you want to listen to the context for a lot of things. And it's not just that it's like, you know, bad radio, but also I agree. I like that element of it, Spike. I like yeah. doing that if I'm going to like sit here and try to, in a way, judge, but not, you know, we, we don't yeah. really like, we're judgmental. <laughs> There's a difference between judging something and being judgmental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, like judge the watchability of a run from somebody who just like, I just popped open this stream randomly. Yep. Right. Like that's what I like is trying to look at speed runs through that lens because speed running happens 365 days out of the year. Yeah. It does not just happen on the two days that GDQ happens and, yeah. or, you know, the two weeks yeah. the GDQ happens and the two weeks that ESA happens or whatever. Like it's, it happens all year long. And so it's really interesting to me to see, if somebody is just browsing the Twitch directory one day yep. and they see that there's 56 viewers for fucking the Grinch uh-huh. and they get confused because that's how I found speedrunning kind of like that's how oh, yeah. I found stuff. I was like, why does SA2B, why does Sonic Adventure 2 Battle have 136 viewers <laughs> in like year of our Lord 2013 or 2014 <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it was that I first found it. Uh, and I, I love when you can just kind of be in awe of the game on its own. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what it's got to be. People say, oh, why? I've had some people wonder, like, why don't you give commentary for, like, your speedrun you're doing right now? I was like, because we can't. We can't <laughs> give you that full-on GDQ-style commentary every single time around this game. You can ask questions, and I will answer mm-hmm. them. And yeah. I think that... Can you imagine saying the same thing every time? All right, so I'm coming up at this point. I'm supposed to be a cop. That's even... But, yeah. That's like half of being a streamer is saying the same six things like over right. and over. And it still is like, yeah, you can't do that when you've reset six times today yeah. and, <laughs> or 16 times today. Yeah. And it's like somebody who's been watching since the beginning is just what going to listen to the same 20 minutes. Yeah. Of, of, of like the stream's going to be 20. The, it's just going to be identical for three hours uh-huh. like that. Yeah, you just can't do that. Yeah, I don't think I have too much else to say about uh, the PS1 Grinch. Uh, I had a great time watching it. I mm-hmm. probably will not watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a one. If it's either this or the Muppet Christmas Carol, I will watch the Muppet oh, Christmas Carol. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> probably but, one of the best runs we've done for the Holiday for Spectacular, though. It beats like, Home Alone I would put this last year's. Yeah. Gremlins was pretty good. Gremlins that, that was, was pretty good, yeah. though. That, yeah. Yeah. That's the, maybe the one contender. Gremlins was um, very good. Yeah. And Batman Forever had some stuff, but beat 'em ups. Uh, th- I'd probably watch this over over that again. Uh, yeah, um, I would agree with that. I think, I think moment to moment was shorter. Yeah, moment to moment, <laughs> a three D platformer is going to give you more than yeah, side scrolling beat 'em up. But yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, glad to have watched it, especially as somebody who knows Saiyans and like knew that he grinded this for a long time and was very you know happy with. Uh, with being able to continue to push it lower and stuff. Like I, I'm very glad, like good for him. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah, that absolutely. he's able to have that happen. And it's great uh, to have those projects, those like 
runs that aren't getting the love and you get to go in there and you get to optimize it and you get to yeah. go. Yeah. And it's got to be fun right now with Spider-Man 2. You're just like, you're help pushing it every day and you're finding mm-hmm. new ways to do things. And that's got to be one of the most exciting times when uh, you have a new project. And I definitely get that. Yeah. Yeah. Because until like I never really felt like I had that game for me. I thought in the a long time ago, it's like maybe maybe Hurdy Gurdy because that was a game <laughs> kind of like this, just like a random ass PS2 game uh, that I like. I played a bunch as a kid, and most people probably don't care about. And for a long time, it had no speedrun stuff to it whatsoever. And then somebody came along and like actually found some out of bounds stuff. And I'm like, I'm less interested now. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for me, it was not going to be about actually running the game. Yeah, it's, what are this? It's be about. Listen, this ain't that kind of run I'm trying to do, man. <laughs> right, yeah. That is cute to think about, though. Like, we've got those like pet games from like our nostalgia. Like, yeah. I had a group of those I'm probably going to play at some point in the next five years while I'm doing SNES Mania. <laughs> I remember playing like a, there was a Speedy Gonzalez game for the Super Nintendo. It was super watered down like Sonic the Hedgehog, but I loved that game as a kid. The Page Master, I remember playing as a kid and being like, oh, I should, I'm sitting here running too many like mainstream games. Like, nah, dude, I want my like pet project for it. Yeah. And I do think you need those people for those games. Like, I I think, I think you need that because it's really, it helps give more character to speed running. Yeah. And, um, it really if does. Everyone just, just ran the same games. It'd be pretty boring. Yeah, and and it really helps people. Like I think it helps uh, really shine a light on like anyone can speed run. You can speed run anything. Yeah, and you don't have to be the best gamer that's ever ever lived to be be a world record holder, mm-hmm. right? Like or or to get good at a game. Like it's just gotta be one you're passionate about, or like or pick pick one that's just I don't know. There's something about it that lets you latch onto it. Shitty movie title games, movie licenses. That's a sweet spot for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would definitely watch anything based on a Christmas movie I've seen. I'm like, oh, I'll watch you at least once. Thank yeah. you for doing this for me. <laughs> he shot Santa. What? <laughs> I know. God, <laughs> what a way to end the run, dude. Just blasted <laughs> yeah. Santa. Santa's the final boss. It is not the Elden Beast. You are fighting Santa Claus. <laughs> Dude, I want From to do pull pull uh pull, pull the rug out from under you one of these times. Just pull a hard left turn. Just the end of the end of some game. It's like nope. It's nine polygon Santas. <laughs> it's not the old ones or Lovecraftian horror from the stars. Nope. It is the joys of Christmas you are fighting. <laughs> I'm there for it. Yeah, but but you know his boss name would be like. Sinterklaas. Like the, the old the old Saint Nick or something like that, you know? Yeah. The jolly <laughs> the, one. The eldest Saint Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the jolly one is pretty good too, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about, or should I get us on out of here? No, uh congratulations to to Saints from three years ago. Uh three years ago. Yeah, you yeah. nailed this. And uh yeah, just people should watch uh Saiyan stream. Saiyan's a good guy. He's done, done a lot of a. Uh, a lot of work on like Kingdom Hearts one speed run world record history and whatnot. Yeah, I still need to watch that video. I yep. haven't watched that yet, and I, I've heard it's good. Yeah, well, uh, on that note, I just want to take a special moment to thank all of our listeners. It's been another great year uh, with Need for Speed Running. Hope you all are having a happy, safe, fun time this year. I hope you're opening the the Christmas presents and getting the Vector Man two you wanted and not columns. <laughs> uh, Regardless, though, smile at your loved ones, give each other hugs, and thank you for listening to us. We do appreciate it. We are Need for Speed Running. You can find us on all of the social medias. Uh, this is generally uh, Luigi's segment, but Luigi and <laughs> Ruby, uh, the Grinch somehow stole them, and I believe that they are at the Mount Crumpet with Max, hopefully trying to save Christmas right now. It's our mission to get day. them back. So we got to go pull a heist and then <laughs> break in and get them back. Fight the jolly one. <laughs> You'll see that movie out, you know, on Christmas Eve, <laughs> December 24th, coming to theaters <laughs> near you. But yeah, we're on, uh, we're on the, the, 
the Twitter. Um, the easiest, NF- easiest place yeah. to find us, patreon.com slash possibly bad. You can watch yes. all of like even if you just want to want to listen to the, the podcast. Hey, all the podcast episodes are up there for free. They're, they're not locked behind the Patreon, uh, just like any other podcast app. You can listen to them there. You can follow for free. You can try a free trial if you want to listen to our commentary because we had a lot more to say about the Grinch and every other game that we've done. You can also try it out then and totally kosher with us. If you just want a free trial, listen to it all and, and dip. We get it. Um, give it a shot. And hey, if you if you like it, and you want to drop a few bucks our way, then patreon.com slash possibly bad. You can always support us there. And a big thanks uh, to Spike for joining us once again for the Christmas Spectacular. Yay. One of the best faces and voices in speedrunning. We always love to have you grace us with your presence once Aww. more. I, I love our annual tradition. Yeah, these are always <laughs> cute. I love getting to show up, get into the Christmas spirit, and get to hang out with friends. You're right. You know what? I've come full circle in this episode. You guys can be considered my friends now. I have friends now. Oh, okay. Yay! Thank God. Yes. <laughs> I got <laughs> friends did for Christmas in my stocking stuffers. Hell yeah. The Grinch The Grinch warmed your stone <laughs> heart. That's what it was. Nobody else is friends with Spike Vegeta exclusive <laughs> club right here, Brad and I. <laughs> and anyone else who is a <laughs> patron saw- to all you guys so just make sure to get in there be, I'll be your friend uh, Hobbs um, I'll do it for you if you want to find Hobbs just google J Hobbs uh, there Thank are you. other numbers involved uh, after J Hobbs if you want to do it the other way but just google him you'll find him <laughs> Hobbs is great check out Spider-Man too. and mm-hmm. uh, I'm Loaf of White Brad He's all right as well. Check out Hair of the Dogcast. There's a really good Final Fantasy Ted episode coming up. Oh, sorry, Hobbs, you can do your own if you want. Oh to no! Too. All I was gonna say is that if you wanna, if you wanna give a give me a Christmas gift this year or something, uh, share the podcast with a friend that you think might enjoy it. Ooh. It really does help us out a lot. Like we've we've oh, we've been growing very slowly over time, but it helps a ton whenever. Somebody can just be like, you know, I had a good time. I liked listening to this episode. Let, I, I got a friend who loves Super Mario Odyssey. Like, we covered that pretty recently, right? Uh, loves that. Let me link him that episode. That really does help us out a lot. So that there's, yeah, if you want to you get us a gift this year, share the episode, uh, share the podcast with a friend. Also, uh, if you want to get Spike a gift, get him a Super Nintendo yeah. controller, and I would love a PSVR too. <laughs> uh, if you're, if if gifts are being handed, I'd out. I'd love a new uh, Ferrari if that's what we're going with now. We just <laughs> really destroy this, the the financial scale here. <laughs> and I am Loaf of White Brad. Check out Hair the Dogcast. Big awesome Final Fantasy Ten episode is coming out before this one's on. So check out that. Uh, a, a little uh, friend of mine, a good friend. We're friends now named Spike Vegeta's there as well as Mutsky. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a great episode. Uh, we'd love to see you over there as well. But otherwise, have a very happy holidays. And whatever it is you celebrate, celebrate it big time. Get down. Have a good time. And kiss your Here's puppies. puppies. Just like Spike is right now. He came in to say hi. <laughs> happy happy you saw holidays. Max. I you saw did. Max and you're feeling suit. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, friends, we will see you next year. Ooh. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays.